Good morning. All right, Frank, we established a couple of weeks ago, all my sides are good. What's your good side? Which side do you want to sit on? You get to pick. Every side is my Every good side. side. All right. My back side is really the best, but I don't know if that's appropriate this morning. It's not. Right. So we'll, we'll put this new poster in front of his side. How's that's, that? That's perfect. <laughs> I'm the man behind the curtain. <laughs> we are excited to be here this morning, and um. We've been leading up to this. We had an exciting announcement to make. So today, you want to do this together? We could try. All right. Today. Today, on October 4th, we're starting Sunday school back. And so um, we're going to try to do this and and get out on time. But if not, we'll just get out. Uh, we are excited. You know, last night we had a phenomenal meeting with all of our Sunday school teachers and small group leaders and, and probably had 95% participation here. And that, that was great. We ate good because we ate from Duke's and so I know it was good. But more than anything, just fellowship and to spend time together to, to kind of kick off. And, and, you know, and it's sad to say, but we're literally relaunching because we've been out for six months. And, you know, never in my life, would I have thought that we'd have been out of Sunday school this long. But you know what? God's God. He's in control. And he has a plan. And his plan is what we're going to share this morning. Because this isn't Johnny's plan or Frank's plan or Live Oak Baptist's plan. This is the plan that God has from, from him and him only. And so I want to share a little bit. Then Frank's going to share. And then um, and I'm going to share a little bit more. But um, if you have your Bibles, go with me to Matthew 28. And a lot of y'all can quote this from um, from memory. But... I want you to turn there because I want you to mark your Bibles. Matthew 28, verse 18, and then we're going to go to Luke 6 for right now, verse 46. Matthew 28, verse 18. It says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of age. You know, right there, um, let's pray, and we're going to break that verse apart real quick. Father, we come to you right now, Lord, and I just, um, wow, what a day. Father, right now, I thank you for the rain that you've sent us. And Father, I thank you for the week that you've given us. And Father, as tragic as this week's been, and for a lot of people's lives, Father, between the the young baseball player at Live Oak losing a dad and a football player at Denham that's not with us anymore. Father, you've shown up. And Father, we, um, we thank you for that. And Father, your word's been proclaimed. But Father, today, Father, right now, Father, I just ask you, hone our hearts in. Father, you sharpen us to hear from you and you only. Father, hear the vision that you have for Live Oak and the plan that you have for Live Oak for us moving forward. Father, to grow ourselves spiritually, Father, to grow our church and to grow our community closer to you. Father, we love you. In son's name I pray. Amen. You know, that verse right there has four parts. If, and I want you to underline them in your Bible. And if you go to verse 19, it says, therefore, go. Underline it. It don't say sit. It don't say come in here and get comfortable. It says go. That means these walls don't mean anything. It tells us to Go. And then you skip over, and it says, therefore, go and make disciples. Underline that. This is what they call the Great Commission. He's given us our marching orders. He's telling us, if you're believing in me, you need to go, and you need to make disciples. 
And so then it goes on and it says, and it, you know, it goes, goes on and says, make disciples of all nations. And then it says, baptizing them. Again, there's another part to this and it's teaching them obedience. It's teaching them that, hey, there's more to it than just saying, yes, Lord, they need to be baptized. And so we need to disciple. We need to baptize. And then the last part, it says teaching them to obey everything. You know, that means for us, we need to teach them the nuts and bolts in life. God's word is complete. This word is 100% complete. And this is how we need to be living our life. And when we're living our life like this, then when we read these verses right here, they should become second nature. It should come just like the breath out of us. And so what we're telling y'all just right now, this isn't something that we just dreamed up today. This comes from God. You know, this is his word. He's telling us that we're to go, we're to make disciples, we're to baptize, and we're to teach. What is Live Oak Baptist Church about? Know, grow, and go. And so that's why Sunday school is important. That's why the very foundation of our church needs to be founded on Christ and it needs to be founded on small groups. You know, you're going to hear me say it. You've heard me say it once before and you're going to hear me say it again. So write this down. If next Sunday morning or October 4th, you wake up and you say, I've only got one hour today, come to Sunday school. I would rather have 500 people in small group Bible study and 200 people in worship than I would 500 in worship and 200 in Sunday school. Because that's where we're going to grow. That's where we're going to learn. Every song we sang this morning, you'd have thought that we had that planned. God had it planned, but Donnie didn't even know what we was talking about today. Y'all, we sang our scriptures today, if you was really listening to the word, about being changed from the inside out and about the foundation that we need to have. And so, you know, skip over with me to Luke. We're going to be in Luke chapter 6, verse 46. It says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? For everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood came and the torrent struck the house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like, uh, like a man who built his house on ground without a foundation. And the moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. You know, again, those words are crystal clear. You know, we're to build our foundation in him. We're to build. Right now, if you, Donnie mentioned going out there and look at that dirt. When we hauled that dirt in, they run that tract over. They packed and packed and packed as we brought the dirt in to build the foundation for the building that's going to go on it. It's the same way in our lives. We need to build that foundation. Because whenever things in life happen, and they're going to happen, it's going to hit you like a train when you're grounded in him. Is it going to hurt? Yeah, it's going to hurt. Are you going to be upset? Yeah, you're going to be upset. But when you have your faith in God, then you can bounce back. That's why Sunday school is important. It's to help us build that faith. It's to help us build that faith family to where whenever things happen, I can call Frank and say, Frank, my world just got rocked. And I know that I have somebody because I've been building life with him every week. You know, I shared with the teachers last night. If you go back in my 52 years of life, I sat under some amazing pastors and I sat under some amazing student pastors. But you know, the people that made the biggest impact in Johnny Morgan's life was my Sunday school teachers. That's the ones I go back to because that's the ones that lived life with me and got messy with me and, and give me the blood that I needed so that I could be sitting here today in front of y'all. And so... I'm going to wrap up my part real quick. 
starting October 4th, we're not only starting Sunday school back, we're starting Sunday school back in a huge way. And you can see these banners and you can look at them afterwards. Uh, we're launching what they call a two Sunday school model. One Sunday school, but it's going to be in two time periods. We're going to keep doing three worships for right now. We're going to keep doing 8, 9, 15, 10, 30 worship, but we're going to start doing Sunday school at 9, 15, and 10, 30. Because if you've been around me and if you've been around Brother Howard, our theory is the biggest bang for our buck, and we're going to get the most we can get out of it. We've already got buildings, and we're already air conditioning and heating these buildings, so let's be good stewards and use them twice. Because we could spend $10 million, but then we're going to be sweating paying for $10 million. Why not double use what we have? And it's all about starting new groups. And so we're just being good stewards of what God's given us. And so that's going to be a big change. But we've been out of Sunday school for six months. And so I'm going to let Frank talk about this. So before we go on any further, if you are not currently enrolled or part of a small group, I know we haven't had it for a while, but if you were pre-COVID part of our, our Sunday school groups, uh, that's one thing. But if you've never been a part, you've never attended, it doesn't matter if you are uh, a member of our church. If you know somebody that's in our church, you can spell Live Oak Baptist Church. It doesn't matter, any of that kind of stuff. But if you've never been part of our small groups, I want you to take out your phone. You have permission to use your phone in church and text group. Is that up there? Text group to 3964646. So text the name group, the word group, to three. 964646. And uh, that will give that will start you on the process for helping us collect the information from you. Uh, and we can get back to you to tell you who your Sunday school teacher is going to be at what time and uh, where they are going to meet. And that's very, very important. Our goal as a Sunday school department is to sign up over 200 people in the next year to be part of our Sunday school program. That's a big, crazy goal, but we are going to admit it. We're, we are all about big, crazy goals. So uh, why are we doing two Sunday school periods? And that's a great question. We're just going to pack a little bit of that now. In the next couple of weeks, you're going to get a lot more information, and I'll be happy to to, uh, take any questions uh, that you have. But the, the, the main reason, that is our vision for future growth. Brother John just mentioned the, those types of things. If you go back and read our, our phase, uh, our growth plan, in that plan is not just we're going to build this building then and build this, move, move this parking lot and do this. Part of that plan is that we are going to utilize the resources that God has given because we want to multiply groups. And the best way to do that is to uh, have two Sunday school hours. Again, we have one Sunday school that meets at multiple times. Um, and, and there's a practical reason for that, too. As we are moving towards the end, I believe, of this COVID, uh, this COVID crisis, uh, having split our groups uh, gives us an opportunity to spread the folk out a little bit so uh, they can meet in different, different times and different places and be a little bit spread out. So there's a practical part uh, to that. As you go through and as you look at these maps, and everybody will be getting a letter uh, specifically to you, especially to your age group and where your class are, you'll notice that we've made a tweak to our class offerings. We are, we're moving back towards, in the adult area, more towards age group uh, classes, which is a little bit different from before. So why, why are we doing that? Well, we're not doing that for the folks that are here now. 
So everybody that's here now, you're used to going to a particular class and a particular teacher, and, and you're used to your particular friends, and all, all that's fine and good. But we're looking towards the future for those people that God has already promised us that aren't here yet to come and be part of our Sunday school program, our small group program. And when those folks come and be part of it, we want to send them to an age-appropriate class. So if you come in and they're 40 years old, we want to send them to where all the 40-year-olds in that age group meet. So that will maximize the opportunity for connections and uh, for relationships and to build uh, those things that will last and connect them into uh, the opportunity of our church. Uh, Just for uh, those who like numbers, uh, the statistics tell us that we want to kind of have a a 40-60 split. So we know that probably 60% of our attendees will attend the first hour, which is 9.15, and then about 40% will attend the uh, 10.30 uh, hour. And uh, as you look at the offerings, you'll see that even our offerings reflect that particular phrase. At 10.30, our groups are a little bit larger or, or expand out into a larger age group area. And in our 9.15, they are, they are much smaller and more specific. So we are trusting God because at 10.30, we have all the room that all of our new classes are going to start at that uh, 10.30 uh, hour. Uh, and again, our goal is to have class sizes that are about 10 to 15 people. Again, go look at the building plans. If you look at the five new classrooms we're going to have in the building right over there, the square footage is designed not to house 50 people. It's designed to be a small group between 10 and, and 15 folks. So you know, as you're hearing all this, and you're just like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be at church all day long. I don't know if I can do that in the morning. Well, that's, not real, that's really not true. We are, we're asking for the about the same amount of time as you would normally come every single week. We're just going to you're either going to come for Sunday school first and stay for worship, or you're going to come to worship first and stay for Sunday school. Now, I did hear, and this is what I love about some of our teachers, they were so excited because they thought this last night. They said this, you know what, I'm a teacher, so I can come to worship, then I can go to my own Sunday school class and be fed, and then I can teach a Sunday school class. So at the, the way we're doing things out, you can do all three if you want. You don't have to, but basically we're just swapping our schedules. There's going to be so much activity here on Sunday mornings. It's going to be phenomenal. We're going to love every single minute of it, all the excitement, all the craziness. Well, I have kids. How's the kids thing going to work? And that's going to be a little different. You just need to be aware of that. Basically, basically, our children's times will mirror what we were doing pre-COVID. And that is this. Nursery through sixth grade at the 915 hour will either go into the nursery or go into their own individual Sunday school classes, just like they did before. So if you come during that time, you'll just bring them over to the A building. And if you haven't been through the new A building, it looks like something you haven't even seen before. It's completely new, remodeled. It is an amazing spot. All the adults will be jealous and want to know why we didn't do that for him. Well, because we like kids better just to be honest, okay? (laughs) So you will do that at that time. So at the 1030 hour, uh, we're going to have a a little bit of tweak. So our children through fourth grade, they will remain in the nursery. They'll either go to preschool children's church or they'll go to our regular elementary children's church through the fourth grade. So if you drop them off, you don't have to go back and pick them up. They'll just stay there until the end of the 1030 worship or the 1030 worship hour, the 1030 Sunday school hour in there. The one difference is that for our fourth or for our fifth and sixth graders, we will actually offer a second 
Sunday school hour for them at that time just to accommodate those things. So as you're planning on which service do I want to go to, which Sunday school I want to go to, you, you need to keep that in mind uh, as that is, is a tweak. So tomorrow, tomorrow morning uh, and Tuesday, if, you've, if you're part of our, in our church and we have your address, everybody will get a letter that will detail most of the information that I just shared with you. And at the bottom, it will say, if you come, at, if you want to go to 915 Sunday School, this is who your teacher is, and this is where they're going to meet. If you want to come to the 1030 uh, Sunday School hour, this is who your Sunday School teacher is, and this is where they're going to meet. We're going to flood us with all the information so that you'll be able to know where you need to go. And we're, also, so you can invite your friends and tell them where they need to go to. So even though I'm just like, Fire hydrogen you with all this information. It's coming your way, so don't stress about it. Uh, you'll, you'll get that in the mail later this week. See it online, see it on Facebook, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Or you may read these beautiful maps. It's like you're in a mall shopping for Jesus. <laughs> all right? All right, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Acts 17. And that's where we're going to wrap up. Acts 17, verse 5 and 6. Acts 17, verse, verses 5 and 6. It says, but other Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. Does that not sound like what's going on today? They rushed into Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they, but when they went, they did not find them. They dragged out Jason and some other believers before the city officials, shouting, these are the men that have caused trouble all over the world, and now they've come here. This is what I want Live at Baptist Church to hear today. We're restarting Sunday school. We're restarting small groups. We're doing all that so that we can become the disciples that we need to be for God. I think something important, I just started reading a book this week, and it, it said that you need to gauge how close your walk is with God really to where it, where it should be to where it really is. And so our goal as a church is to help build you up spiritually. That's our calling. Our calling is not to have a beautiful worship service to where you walk in and go, oh, wow, this is it, and then go home. This should be the icing on the cake. You should go into your small group and, and learn and then come in and worship the God you just um, learned about or reverse, you know. But, but so that's the purpose. But the other thing is, and why I love these verses, Live Oak Baptist Church needs to become that church that disrupts the community. We don't want to be that church that's sitting here that lives and dies and nobody ever knows that there was a church sitting here. We need to be that church that whenever something in our community happens, timing. These scriptures today, God gave them to me two weeks ago and this week because of the disrupt that happened in our community with the tragedy. Do you know who the schools was calling? Live at Baptist Church. We need you to come meet with our teams. We need you, we need you there. That's why we do what we do. Because of him. Right. We live for him in such mm -hmm. a way that the people in the community can say, there's a church in the middle of Springfield Road that's willing to drop what it's doing and show up and be the church. So today, you've heard from us. What are we going to do? We're going to just keep pushing and keep pushing to grow spiritually, to become that church that God's called us to be. And I'm not talking about facilities. I'm talking about us so that we can disrupt this community and people can look and say, you know what? 
there's somebody that's there. There's somebody that's there. You know, this week, and I don't want to steal Mike's thunder, they had over 300 kids show up for FCA this week. 300 at Denham. Friday, Friday, I can tell you the gospel was presented to over 250 kids between Denham High's football team and Live Oak High's football team and cheer team at the exact same time. Because that's how big our God is. But we need to be that church that keeps pushing. And so you're going to hear it from us a lot. A lot. So jump in with us. Let's pray. Father, we come to you right now, Lord, just to say that we love you. Father, and I thank you for today. Father, I thank you for your word. Father, you tell us. You tell us. You don't ask us. You don't say it's a good suggestion. You tell us that we're to go. We're to make disciples. We're to baptize. We're to teach. Father, you tell us that when we build our foundation in you, then we can't be shook. And so, Father, today as we start, Father, as we relaunch our Sunday school on October 4th, Father, that it... Father, I'm convinced that it's going to be stronger than it's ever been, Father, because you are preparing us for that day. Father, so that we can be that disruptive church in our community for you and you only. Not so people look and say, hey, look at Live Oak, look what they're doing. So that they can look and say, there's a church that's being the hands and feet of God. And they're ministering where their shadow falls. Because that's what our world needs to see. Father, there's somebody in here today, Father, that's heard this. And Father, this was not a, a typical Sunday morning. But Father, they're sitting here today and now they know that they need to start that journey with you, Father. That today they've, they've been part of being taught. They've been hearing what they need to, how they need to be discipled, Father. And today they need to make that commitment to you, Father. That today will be that day that they'll step out and say, I want to start that journey by being obedient and accepting you as my Lord and Savior. Father, today might be that day that they say, I need to be obedient in baptism. Or today might be that day that you're calling them to become an active member of a church that's going to be your hands and feet. Father, today we love you. Father, and I thank you for giving us, Father, what we have here. Father, I thank you for giving us a country that we can do this. Father, we love you. In the name I pray. Amen.